quote, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 4 and 7. We adore you as the one who is over all things. First Chronicles 29 and 11. Quote, the light shines. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. John one and five quote for in him all things were created things in heaven and on earth visible and invisible whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities all things have been created through him and for him. Colossians 1, 1 and 16. Colossians 1 and 16. Quote, if you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts, to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Luke 11 and 13. Luke 11 and 13. Quote, through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. Romans 1 and 20. Romans 1 and 20. Quote, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians Four and seven. When I consider your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place, 
what is mankind that you are mindful of them human beings that you care for them Psalm 8 and 3 through 4 and thank you brother for posting these to Facebook God is not moved by our circumstances. He is moved by our faith. Where there's great love, there's always miracles. Thank you, brother, for your post. Joe Biden posted, In this battle for the soul of America, Democracy prevailed. Black Women Empowered Incorporated. Quote, God's best is worth fighting for, worth waiting for, and worth praying for. Quote, so one in every four American children is hungry and 300,000 plus Americans are dead and many American families are a paycheck away from disaster. But let's spend more time talking about how hard this is for the orange, quote, billionaire, end quote, who lost re-election. Thank you, ma'am, for your post. 
Good morning. Have a wonderful and blessed Thursday. Thank you, ma'am, for your post. Spirit food for thought. It's now 3.18 a.m. Thursday, December 17th. Quote, narcissists often display selective amnesia. This is due to the fact that reality and facts become changed in the narcissist's mind because they are delusional. From a lady on Awareness of Disordered Minds and Surviving Toxic Personalities. Healing is weird. Some days you're okay and you're doing just fine, just fine. Other days, it still hurts like it's fresh. It's a process with no definitive time frame. You just have to keep going and know that when all is said and done, you're going to be okay. From the Facebook group, Healing, Recovering, and Moving On from Narcissistic Abuse. Lady writes, Oh, that's December 2018. Starting to see a lot of posts about people panhandling or using snap cards while dressed in decent, nice clothes again. In the last month, I've donated four trash bags full of nice clothes, including Miss Me and Silver Jeans, VS Fleeces, and a Columbia Coat to People's City Mission. I don't say this to brag. I say this to remind you to mind your own business. You have zero idea where the stranger at the grocery store got their name brand clothes 
and they don't owe it to you to be dressed in rags so you know they're worthy of getting some help to eat if you're warm, dry, and not starving, just be grateful. She nailed it. Okay. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And my sister commented. Louder for the people in the back. Oh boy. Somebody got rubbed the wrong way, I guess. Hmm. That is true, come to think of it. Why does a person have to be completely penniless and completely destitute before somebody's willing to do a kind deed for them. We have many people, or we've had over these different financial crises in the, over the years, we've had many people with homes in Beverly Hills. The stock market crashed on them wiped out all of their cash. Same thing could happen to anybody. You see? They can be wealthy and not be liquid. It happened to Michael Jackson. He was multi, multi-millionaire or billionaire. But he could not liquidate everything fast enough to to have the big cash flow that people assumed that he had. So even he was in a situation not having a, a big slush fund. So anyone can need help and we shouldn't be that judgmental about it. One day it's someone else, the next day it's me or you. So we have to rethink some of these old stereotypes in our mind. How to starve a narcissist. Give them no attention, no validation. Go, quote, no contact or emotionally disengaged, end quote, contact. Work on separating yourself emotionally from them. Do not be a source of supply. Be like a gray rock, plain without emotion, 
almost invisible. Narcissists need constant validation. Let them know there is nothing there for them. Whatever they do or say, do not react. Take your time and either respond or walk away. Do not give them any emotion. They feed on that emotion. Thank you, ma'am. From the Awareness of Disordered Mind and Surviving Toxic Personality Facebook Group. Quote, please don't lose the best years of your life being loyal to a toxic person. From healing, recovering, and moving on from narcissistic abuse. Quote, the narcissistic sociopath is often perceived as the proverbial, quote, good guy, close quote. However, they have a jekyll and hide nature and terrorize those closest to them. This makes it difficult and frustrating for their targets as they are not believed when they try and expose what these disordered and malicious characters are doing. They are labeled as crazy, neurotic, and as the abusive ones. Narcissists are exceptionally good at playing the victim. This one incident in Chicago between the police and a woman naked at, at home when the police had a body cam on, came in her home, and it was the wrong place. Chicago.cbslocal.com Quote, you have the wrong place. Body camera video shows moments 
police handcuff innocent naked woman during wrong raid. Yipes. video, but tonight the city went to federal court to try to keep it secret. Here's CBS2 investigator Dave Savini. I had just gotten home from work. And while I was undressing in my bedroom, it was a cold February night. And Jeanette Young, a social worker, had just finished her shift at the hospital. You see them running up to the apartment complex with the battering ram in their hand. A crowbar. It was so traumatic to hear the way the thing was hitting the door. And it happened so fast, I didn't have time to put on clothes. And suddenly, she found herself frozen in fear. Completely naked. In a room full of men. Nine body cameras rolling. And you're just standing there. And I'm just standing there. I mean, terrified, humiliated, not even understanding why in that moment that this is happening to me. And the first thing police reach for is not clothing. It's handcuffs. There were big guns and guns with lights and scopes on them, and they were yelling at me. You know, put your hands up, put your hands up. What are you thinking right now? I just remember, you know, being so afraid. This is one of those moments where I just felt like that I could have died that night. If I had made one wrong move, I felt like they would have shot me. I truly believe that they would have shot me. A police officer wraps a short coat around her shoulder, still leaving her front fully exposed. Even the sergeant in charge of the raid just stands there talking to her. She has nothing covering her. just keeps sliding open. More humiliation. You need to tell me what you're looking for. What are you looking for? You can see how some officers just stand there until this one, wearing a mask, sees what's happening and goes and holds it in place. It felt like forever for me. It felt like forever. Oh, my God, this cannot be right. How is this legal? Listen how she repeatedly tells the raid team they were in the wrong place. We counted. She says it at least 43 times. You got the wrong house. And she was right. They were in the wrong house. Our investigation uncovered police failed to do the most basic research for getting the search warrant approved. We found they simply took the word of an informant who gave them Anjanette Young's address. The informant claimed a 23-year-old man who was a known felon had a gun and ammo inside. I don't know who that person is. I've been living here for four years and nobody lives here but me. Okay. I don't have to shout. This is ridiculous. You got me in handcuffs of 
This is horrible. The date on the video is 2019, February 27. Watch as two of the officers go to their squad car and begin reviewing their notes about the warrant. CPD will not comment on what you're about to hear the officers saying a few minutes later. It wasn't initially approved or some crap. What's that mean? I have no idea because, I mean, they told him it was approved and then I guess that person messed up on their end. Messed up is an understatement. So where was the target? Our investigation revealed he was awaiting trial on home confinement here at a different apartment in Anjanette Young's complex. How easy would it have been to locate him? Easy, real easy, because he was wearing a police tracking device, an electronic monitoring bracelet. It's possible he could have even heard the raid happening because records show he was confined to the unit right next door. But I'm telling you it's wrong. Research, they might have found where the target actually lived. Yes. I think Scrub was being too kind because ultimately this is a constitutional rights issue. Keenan so, Salter is Anjanette Young's attorney and is suing the police department. If this had been a young woman uh, in Lincoln Park by herself in her home naked, a young white woman, let's just be frank, if the reaction would have been the same. I don't think it would have been. I think they would have saw that woman, rightfully so, as someone who was vulnerable, someone who deserved protection, someone who deserved to have their dignity maintained. They viewed Ms. Young as less than human. Can I please call somebody? They did eventually walk her to a room to remove the handcuffs so she could get dressed, but then put them right back on and kept questioning her. Sergeant in charge of the raid tells the officer who got the warrant to step outside. Let's go talk outside. But you won't hear it because once outside, the body camera is shut off. Back inside Anjanette's home, another officer finally uncuffs her. She had been bound for 20 minutes. Listen as the sergeant returns with a new message. We believe your story. And you can see him trying to fix the door they busted so she could close it and lock it. But it was too damaged to repair, so watch as they try to find something to wedge it shut. They settle on an ironing board. Surreal? Surreal. It's almost like a bad movie. When I watch this, I feel like I'm watching a movie. But those are no actors. I'm no actor. But this is my real life. And it happened to me. They're adding trauma to people's lives that will be with them for the rest of their lives. The work is warranted. They need to do the work, but they need to do it right. They can't just callously do it and leave people's lives in ruins because they got it wrong. The sergeant in charge apologized to her before he left. CPD has refused to comment on this case, 
It's been two years since the raid, and COPA, the Civilian Office of Police Accountability, says they're still in the process of trying to interview all of the officers involved. They did not say if anyone has been disciplined. At City Hall, Dave Savini, CBS2 Investigators. The CBS2 investigators have been looking at this pattern of Chicago police raiding innocent families' homes for more than two years. You can find our extensive coverage on our website at cbschicago.com slash unwarranted. Oh, that's horrible. Oh, that is horrible. Oh, my goodness. Mm-mm-mm. That's chicago.cbslocal.com. <sighs> like you heard, the police went in the wrong place. And um, the social worker had just come home from work and was completely undressed when they broke in her door. And Jeanette, A-N-J-A-N-E-T-T-E, Young, Chicago Police, Dave Savini, S-A-V-I-N-I, was the reporter for CBS, Chicago, reported December 15th, 2020. But it happened a couple years ago, they said in the report. Oh my goodness. Since the transcript says for the first time, police body camera video reveals what an innocent woman said happened to her early two years ago. Police officers wrongly entered her home with guns drawn and handcuffed her naked as she watched in horror. Last year, and Anne Jeanette Young filed a Freedom of Information Act FOIA request for the video to show the public what happened to her that day. CBS 2 also filed a request for the video, but the Chicago Police Department denied the request. Young recently obtained the footage after a court-forced CPD to turn it over as part of her lawsuit against police. Quote, I feel like they did not want us to have this video because they knew how bad it was. They knew they had done something wrong. They knew that the way they treated me was not right. Close quote. Hours before the TV version of this report broadcast, the city's 
lawyers attempted to stop CBS Channel 2 from airing the video by filing an emergency motion in federal court. Hmm. The video reveals on February 21st, 2019, nine body cameras rolled as a group of male officers entered her home at 7 p.m. Not long before, the licensed social worker finished her shift at the hospital and had undressed in her bedroom. That's when she said she heard a loud pounding noise. Outside, officers repeatedly struck her door with a battering ram. From various angles, the video captured the moments they broke down the door and burst through her home. Quote, it was so traumatic to hear the thing that was hitting the door. Young said as she watched the video, and it happened so fast, I didn't have time to put on clothes. End quote. As they rushed inside with guns drawn, officers yelled, quote, police search warrant, hands up, hands up, hands up. In quote, seconds later, Young could be seen in the living room, shocked and completely naked, with her hands up. Quote, there were big guns. Young remembered, guns with lights and scopes on them, and they were yelling at me, you know, put your hands up, put your hands up. Young looked terrified and confused as she watched officers search the home. An officer put her hands behind her back and handcuffed her as she stood Naked. Quote, what is going on? Young yelled in the video. There's nobody else here. I live alone. I mean, what is going on here? You've got the wrong house. I live alone. It's one of those moments where I felt I could have died that night. Like if I would have made one wrong move, it felt like they would have shot me. I truly believe they would have shot me. Close quote. And like so many other wrong raids, CBS 2 uncovered the one on Young's home could have been avoided.
using body camera video and police and court records, CBS 2 pieced together moment by moment not only how Young was treated during the raid, but also how police failed to check the bad tip that led them there. Young recently agreed to an interview to discuss the body camera after she first spoke to CBS 2 last year. CBS 2 blurred portions of the video in which Young was unclothed with her hands bound behind her back. The video shows an officer wrapped a short coat around her shoulders, but the coat only covered her shoulders and upper back, leaving her front completely exposed as she stood against the wall. Officers stood around her home, in the kitchen, the living room, and the hallways, while she remained naked. Quote, it felt like forever to me. It felt like forever, she said. About two minutes after police entered the home, an officer found a blanket wrapped it around Young as she sobbed and repeatedly asked officers who they were looking for. Quote, they just threw something over me and my hands are behind me and I'm handcuffed. Young said in an interview, quote, So there's no way for me to secure the blanket around me, end quote. The blanket continued to slide open and expose her body. One video clip shows an officer stood in front of Young but made no attempt to cover her. Another officer walked over and held the blanket closed. Young continued to beg police for answers. Quote, tell me what's going on, she cried in the video. You've got the wrong house. You've got the wrong house. You've got the wrong house, Young repeated. There's no one else who lives in this apartment, the sergeant asked. Young told police at least 43 times they were in the wrong home.
Yum told police at least 43 times they were in the wrong home. She repeatedly asked them to allow her to get dressed and told them she believed they had bad information. Quote, oh my God, this cannot be right. How is this legal, Young said during the raid. Police did have bad information. CBS 2 investigation uncovered. And they failed to do basic checks to confirm whether they had the correct address before getting the search warrant approved. According to CPD's complaint for search warrant, one day before the raid, a confidential informant told the affiant or lead officer on the raid that he recently saw a 23-year-old man who was a known felon with gun and ammunition. The document said the officer found a photo of the suspect in a police database and showed it to the informant who confirmed it was him. The officer then drove the informant to the address where the informant claimed the suspect lived. Despite no evidence, in the complaint that police made efforts to independently verify the informant's tip, such as conducting any surveillance or additional checks as required by policy. The search warrant was approved by an assistant state's attorney and a judge. But CBS 2 quickly found through police and court records the informant gave police the wrong address. The 23-year-old suspect police were looking for actually lived in the unit next door to Young at the time of the raid and had no connection to her. CBS 2 also found police could have easily tracked the suspect's location and where he really lived because at the time of the raid, he was wearing an electronic monitoring device. <sighs> this is just outrageous.
simply outrageous. Quote, that piece of paper search warrant gives them the right to, you know, that says you can do X, Y, Z based on what's on that paper, Young said. So if you get it wrong, you are taking 100% control of someone else's life and treating them in a bad way. Close quote. The body camera video also raises questions about the approval of the warrant. In one clip, officers in a squad car reviewed their notes and can be heard talking. CPD would not comment when CBS Channel 2 asked what the conversation meant. Quote, it wasn't initially approved or some crap, one officer said. What does that mean, the second officer asked. I have no idea, the first officer said. I mean, they told him it was approved. Then, I guess that person messed up on their end. Close quote. Citing an ongoing investigation by the Civilian Office of Police Accountability, COPA, CPD also would not comment when CBS2 asked about the raid or why officers acted solely on an informant's tip. But the video shows Miss Young and Jeanette Young made multiple attempts to ask CPD some of those same questions. Quote, who are you looking for? Young asked. I've been living here for four years and nobody lives here but me, she yelled. I'm telling you this is wrong, Young continued. I have nothing to do with whoever this person is you are looking for, close quote. This is not the first time police failed to do basic checks that would have contradicted bad information given by an informant. Last year, CBS interviewed the Blassing Game family who were wrongly raided by police in 2015. 
Jolanda Blassing Games' young sons said officers pointed guns at them, leaving them traumatized like dozens of other children CBS2 interviewed as part of its two-year investigative series. Quote, I felt scared for my life. End quote, said her son Jaden, who was 10 at the time of the raid. Mm. This is just a repeat of Kentucky and everywhere, everywhere else. The CBS 2 quickly found the suspect police were looking for had no connection to the Blessing Games and had been in prison at the time of the raid for years. God. That trauma experienced by innocent children and families as a result of wrong CPD raids was the subject of CBS 2's half-hour documentary, quote, unwarranted, close quote. It also examines how black and Latino families are disproportionately affected. Quote, they are adding trauma to people's lives that will be with them the rest of their lives. And Jeanette Young said, children have to grow up with that for the rest of their lives. The system is broken. End quote. Many of the families interviewed, including Young, filed lawsuits against police. Keenan Salter, Young's attorney, said he believes wrong raids are violating families' constitutional rights. Quote, if this had been a young woman in Lincoln Park by herself in her home naked, a young white woman, let's just be frank, if the reaction would have been the same. I don't think it would have been. Salter said, I think officers would have saw that woman rightfully so as someone who was vulnerable, someone who deserved protection, someone who deserved to have their dignity maintained. They viewed Miss Young as less than human. Young said the way officers treated and spoke to her during the raid amplified the trauma she experienced. The video showed she was visibly upset and afraid as she asked police questions but did not immediately receive any answers about why officers were there. Okay, okay, you don't have to shout. 
the sergeant said, quote, I don't have to shout, Miss Young yelled. This is effing ridiculous. You got me in handcuffs. I'm naked and you kicked my house in. I keep telling you, you've got the wrong place. End quote. Young cried during her interview when she remembered how police treated her. Quote, when I asked them to show me, when I asked them to tell me what they are doing in my house, and their response to me was just shut up and calm down, that's so disrespectful, she said, end quote. About 13 minutes into the raid, a female officer who later arrived walked Young to her room so she could get dressed, but put the handcuffs back on afterward. Police continued to question Young while she was clothed. Quote, ma'am, there's no firearms in this place, the sergeant asked, end quote. Quote, there's no gun in this place, no, 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 I am a social worker, I've been a social worker for 20 years, I follow the law, I don't get in trouble for anything, I don't do illegal stuff. I'm not that person. You've got the wrong information. End quote. The sergeant then told the affiant officer, the cop who got the warrant, to step outside. Quote, I want to have a conversation with you. Let's go talk outside. End quote, the sergeant said. But moments later, the officer's body camera turned off. CPD did not respond to questions about why the camera was turned off. A pattern CBS2 found both during wrong raids and in CPD's everyday interactions with civilians. After nearly 20 minutes, police finally removed the handcuffs. Toward the end of the raid, the sergeant apologized to Young, the video shows. Quote, I do apologize for bothering you tonight. I assure you that the city will be in contact with you tomorrow. Is there anything I can do right now? The sergeant also asked. Quote, just leave and let me move on. This is so crazy, Young said, still in tears. 
again, quote, again, I do apologize for meeting you this way. I will do everything I can do to get the door fixed, the sergeant said. Officers then attempted to fix her door with a hammer. When that didn't work, they tried to wedge an ironing board in between the door. <sighs> Young said it was, quote, surreal. End quote. Watching the body camera video of what happened to her nearly two years ago. Quote, it's almost like a bad movie. I feel like I'm watching a movie, but those are no actors. I'm no actor, but this is my life, and it happened to me. Close quote. In response to the city emergency motion and efforts to stop CBS 2 from airing the body camera video, CBS 2's attorneys filed a response in federal court Monday night. They said the city's action is unconstitutional and an attempt to suppress CBS's two reporting. While the report was being broadcast, a judge denied the city's motion. And there's quite a bit more, but I'm just about out of time. So the rest of it is online at chicago.cbslocal.com. Continuing, even though the incident happened in February 2019, COPA did not open the investigation or contact Miss Young until nine months later when CBS 2 first broke the story online. On November 25, 2020, more, more than a year since COPA began investigating, COPA said it, quote, is still in the process of serving allegations and conducting all necessary officer interviews, close quote. 